Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it. Allegedly. I don't know. Somebody on Twitter that they yeah, said, I hey, saw that. I, I hit the subscribe button. I hit the notify bell and I didn't get notifications. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. YouTube. I don't understand how YouTube has so much money. And yet they can't figure like it doesn't really work that well. Like it, it's like it's a, it's just like it's just breaking down, man. It's just breaking down. I don't understand. I don't know what the deal is because like it, it used to be kind of solid-ish, right? I feel like that I was think. the case. I don't but know. now it's all complicated. You think and, I, and people, you know, we had this discussion before where like if you want notifications, if you want to follow a channel, subscri- subscribing should be it. That should be all it is. Really should be. one step. And then we, the people were telling us, no, the notification bell is handy yeah, for this. Okay, and that. Yeah, okay, yeah, we get the feedback. That. Okay, and that's fine. Right. But maybe they're adding too many, pardon the pun, bells and whistles. It could be to the platform, and it's not meshing. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. There's a man. lot going on. I don't, I don't know. Too much going on, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, we're available on the YouTube. Of course, we're also available uh, wherever fine podcasts can be found. I still have to, we still have to figure out like the Google Play issue. Last week's countdowns didn't go up, but that wasn't a tech issue. That was a human error. I'm going to totally do that today, I promise. Uh, but yeah, we're also available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to check out the CastBox app. We have a partnership yes. with CastBox. It's a fantastic way to check out your podcast. Be sure to look up Going In Raw and sub to us. It's completely free, completely easy, and a great way to support Going In Raw. Indeed. Uh, we're also available, of course, on the Apple iOS podcast app. Oh, wait. I'm going to do this every show now. What? Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. If you're on CastBox, right, you can get on there and you can leave a comment on Going In Raw. Hey, how about this? And then, well, huh. Let's both do it. Oh, we're both going to do it. So I go to Going In Raw. Look at that. 4,600 subscribers. 
who's going to get the thanks friendo today? today? I'm going to scroll down at random. Oh, wow. Okay. It's going to, oh, oh, here we go. I'll do this one. Cody Miles Wildman says, two sweet guys, the wolf pack's coming. Whoa. You know what I'm going to reply to that with? Thanks, friendo. Thanks, friendo. Jared Mills, best part of my day is hearing Steve here and Larson talking all things wrestling. Also can't get enough of the Baron impressions. Keep it up. Keep up the realness, guys. I'm not signed into our account, so you have to leave a comment for <laughs> Who is it? Jared Mills. Oh man, I don't even I don't I don't know where you're at. All right. Well, thanks, friendo. Thanks, friendo. You, you get, get a, a shout out on the show. An audio thanks, friendo. Should have thought that one through a little bit more. Huh? Well, I was just trying to participate. No, nah, man, it was great. I love when you're participatory. Anyways, moving on. Uh, we're also at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. Look at that. Look at this shirt. Freaking yeah, pops. The looks, logo one doesn't pop really as much. Good. I think I might resubmit the logo design with some poppier colors. But, like, look at this, man. Yeah, it looks good. It, it looks real good. That one's great. I have a ricochet shirt on. Well done. He's great. You know, he is great. He's the one and only. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a fantastic way to support going in raw. You kick us some money. We have a wealth of reward tiers you guys can choose from, including the $20 reward tier. Hey, look at that. You get the Friendo Care Package. There it is. I got to check the P.O. Box to see if I get the reorder of comics because I got oh, yeah. last month's. When's the last time you checked the P.O. Box? Uh, earlier this week. Oh, no, right. right. What is today? Tuesday? So late last week. Um, Was there anything in it? A bunch of junk mail. Uh, yeah, look at this. So you get a comic, you get some stickers, a poster, and a postcard, all signed by Stephen Larson. Yeah. It's a well, the stickers deal. aren't signed by us. No, you wouldn't want that. No. It is, yeah. Well, neither is the poster. It's just the postcard and the comic the book. The postcard and the comic book. So I got to put together some more care packages because it's the first of the month. So cash your checks and get a care package. Yeah. Anyways. Um, moving on. Pro Wrestling Tees, you mentioned all that. Yeah, that's all, all that, plugs. Dude, all that, dude. Yeah. So now I guess we have to talk about Raw. I, I'm overjoyed to talk about Raw. Really? Well, because I want to get your read on these things, man. Oh, all right, all right, So all right. yesterday during uh, our Going In Raw podcast, uh, we had mentioned... The Dirt Sheet. On, Monday Dirt Sheet. We don't call it that anymore. Uh, our general news episode, Wrestling News Production. Can we call it Wrestling News Production from that's, now on? No. Lewis Bloom's Wrestling News Production? No. No, okay. Let's call it Matt Bloom's... <laughs> Matt Bloom's wrestling his production. Yes. Anyways, on that show, we were talking about, uh, you know, the wrestling observer himself, Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Uh, speaking on uh, the possibility that backstage or his insider information that. Well, uh, seem part insider information, part speculation. Right. That there's a debate going on in the uh, front office of WWE. Braun or Roman, who will be face of company. Correct. And this weekend on Count Out, uh, we're going to debate or not going to go to debate. We're going to do two videos. Ten reasons why Roman should be the face of the company. Ooh, controversy. Yeah. And ten reasons why Braun Strowman should be the face of the company. So that should be a lot of fun. We thought, we were hoping that we'd get some hint on Raw as to who they've decided on. It's the... It's the, the waters are only murkier, Steve. The, they, I know, we gotta, we gotta dissect this puzzle. So here, let's, let's dissect it in, in two parts. First, let's start with the beginning of the show. So Roman Reigns comes out to a chorus of boos from the Montreal crowd. Mm-hmm. He drops a promo saying, hey, hey, my feet actually hit first. Let's roll the tape. See, I should be real universal champion. Right, yeah. <laughs> Wah. Boo! That'd be great if he started crying. I know. 
Well, I mean, at least then it would give the character some sense of dimension. It seemed like emotion. he actually cared. I know, right? I know. It seemed like he really cared. It seemed like an inconvenience at yeah. best. Anyways, I'm past that. What happened, happened, he said. Yeah. And they say he's got to focus on backlash because he's got to wrestle Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe shows up on the Titan Tron. And he says, hey, Stephen Larson, Samoa Joe here with another, with another Matt chat question. question. He says, I'm going to choke out what's left of your career or something like that. <laughs> he said, your, your downward spiraling career. Yeah. I'm going to leave it in the dust or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, Rain starts to talk some more, interrupted by Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Jinder walks down. I was happy to see that. Then Sami Zayn walks down. Huge chorus. Thunderous response. Because they were in, oh, so last night was a great example while we're talking about the, the thunderous response for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, of course. They were in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that crowd was special, mm-hmm. was absolutely special. And it made Raw, this is a reminder to people who are going to a live show, you too can make Raw special. Mm-hmm. Because Raw on paper was kind of an average show. Oh, yeah. A couple segments here and there. Like the main event I thought was yeah, fantastic. Was really good. Um, but the crowd made it. A really, really good raw, or it made it a decent, a it really made it decent, a more raw. enjoyable raw, yeah, much more enjoyable. And I think that it has an effect on the performers. Oh yeah, they we turn saw in Seth Rollins last night. Absolutely, they turn in more spirited, more inspired performances when they know the crowd is embracing the performance aspect of things and not trying to make themselves the show. Yes. And that crowd last night exact did exactly there that. They embraced the performance. Only one time they chanted what? I think it was when. Seth and Finn were going back and forth a little bit when Finn was talking. I think that's when it was. Oh, I didn't even notice that. It was pretty. But then I have like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there, it wasn't for a pro, protracted period of time. Yeah. Anyway, so Sami Zayn comes out. Well, Ginger comes out first and says, I want Roman Reigns tonight. Sami comes out and says, no, I want Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens comes down the ring and says, no, I want Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And so they do a popularity contest. Kevin Owens does. You know, says, who wants Sami Zayn to face Roman Reigns? Quality response. Yeah, sure. Who wants Jinder Mahal to face Roman Reigns? He gets booed. And he says, who wants Kevin Owens to face Roman Reigns? Massive pop. Mm -hmm. They all start beating up on Roman Reigns. Yeah. Bobby Lashley comes down. Mm -hmm. Starts to make the save. Still, numbers game too much. Then Braun Strowman comes down. um, Makes the actual save. Tosses Sunil Singh out of the ring on everybody else. So, Mm -hmm. if we parse all this. You have Reigns opening the show. Yeah. That's top guy spot. Yeah. But then in the very end, it's Braun Strowman who saves the day. Yeah. Is that kind of a metaphor? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I because think it is. And it, you can even extend that to the main event itself where yes. Braun got the hot tag and the win. Yeah, I was going to get to that when we talk about that and match. And the pin. Totally, yes. But no, nah, we can kind of talk about We can talk about a lot of this stuff right now because we're addressing the central issue of where, where are they with this. Yeah. Um, because here's the thing. So they had the referee uh, tweet that he stopped the ma- or he 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 made a judge he made, he he made, made a quick call. judgment call because of the safety of the performers right exactly so they're doing they they they're trying to have their cake and eat it too they're trying to say that roman should be universal champion and here's the big tell the huge tell on that one is that they even had poor seth rollins come out i know and say roman should be champion right now and everybody was like boo he was well, like hey it's not only that but then Seth called out Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. saying, you know, I don't want to be yeah, a Brock yeah, yeah, Lesnar yeah. type champion. I want to be here wrestling every day yeah. and not just do it when it's financially beneficial so to me. So two instances of main characters, of main players, main eventer guys, um, saying Brock is crap. Brock's not here. Roman should be champion. But in the end, Brock isn't there. 
and he is champion, and that's how it is. So they're trying to keep Roman strong while they figure out what the hell they're going to do. That's, mm-hmm. That seems like it's kind of obvious. Yeah, they don't want to knock anyone down further down the card or push anybody to an obvious top spot until they work that all out. So they're just trying to keep – you got Braun, you got Roman kind of upper tier face, and then just right below that you got Seth. Yeah, I really want to get that whiteboard over there. Next Monday, I'm going to bring the whiteboard out. I'm going to put it right here, and I'm going to see where we're at. All the evidence, All right. Roman versus well, Braun. We need more than a whiteboard. We need we need the, the, the board where you put thumbtacks in, pictures, red string. Oh, strings, yeah. Well, for now, I just like the Kevin Nash aspect of All things. Right. All right, know? we'll start with that. But we as, can as, talk the, about... as the picture grows more complicated, yeah. then we need to move We might need more of that. Yeah, we can put it up over there and then have like a second camera. Yeah. Larson can move over to that camera. I'll hit the thing and we'll see what you have to say and about I'll get that. a laser pointer. <laughs> You can go through it bit by bit. I like it. I think it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Anyways, because, yeah, this is fat. Well, well I, 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 I don't know when we're going to find out what, the, what decision they've reached. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. We're having some stream issues, it looks like, here. Uh, well, we'll figure that out. For we'll some figure it out. reason. It'll come back. Just restart, everybody. Yeah, refresh. It seems to be Re- doing okay now. Refresh. Refresh? <laughs> um, so, anyways, moving on. Uh, that was that set up the night's main event. No, it wasn't the main event. No, no, that's yeah, that's right. That it, was weird uh, that it, it wasn't kicked the main off event. the third hour. Yeah. Uh, next though, we had Elias come out for a promo. Mm-hmm. Great as always, sang another song. Great as always. Yeah. Um, interrupted towards the tail end of his song by Bob Rude. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, they have another match. Um, <clears throat> interesting story being told here, where Elias is working over Bob Rude's neck and throat, mm-hmm. and it culminates in Elias. Um, driving Bob Rude, Bob Rude from the apron into not the turnbuckle, but mm-hmm. the post that holds the turnbuckle. Yeah, in I place. like this a little bit of Throat storytelling, yeah. like a little, a little one bit of little storytelling, and and you got yourself, you know, you got yourself something good. Yes, um, trainers come out to check on Bob Rude, as does the ref. At no point, I believe, does a bell ring mm-hmm. that I hear. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Elias grabs the mic, declares himself the winner. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's two matches now where he's gotten the upper hand on Bob Roode. Yeah. Has this been added to backlash or no? I would suspect it would be at some point. There's been some backlash. I know uh, uh, Bobby Lashley and Braun versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was added to backlash. Yeah. I'll find out. Let's see. Let's see if Wikipedia usually is good on updating stuff. No, it hasn't been added officially. Has yet. not been added. That well, sounds like a pre-show match. Yeah, they'll probably. Do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Next, authors of pain versus a couple of uh, local enhancement talents, Jean Paul and Francois. Yeah, I like, they get some interview time before the match. I like jobbers, but I don't know. What are they going to do? I, I don't know what you can do with authors of pain. They should have gotten brought up like six months earlier. They're awfully one dimensional. I mean, they've always been one dimensional, and I don't know. I don't know. You, I guess you, you know. I think part of it is too for us being so familiar with their work in NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was thinking about this last night, contrasting them right now with the Bludgeon Brothers. Mm-hmm. And granted, we saw a lot of Harper and Rowan working as a tag team before, but it seems like they added some new moves to their repertoire mm-hmm. when they redebuted as Bludgeon Brothers. And so when they were doing these squash matches, it was destruction. This wasn't just destruction, you know, three moves, pin, done, but it was destruction in the ring, outside of the ring, yeah. 
they were finding seemingly week after week new and inventive ways of destroying people. Mm-hmm. And I just worry that with 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 authors of pain, we're gonna get a couple moves, super collider, last chapter, pin, and that's it. Yeah, it doesn't seem that exciting right now. I guess we'll see what happens when they come up against the um, Matt mm-hmm. Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll inject some personality into it. Yeah, but until then, like I don't know. Like we saw so that you what you said is exactly right. They should have come up like six months earlier because I don't know. Once once DIY broke up and once the revival were gone, it's like, well, why are you why are you really doing this anymore? You know, so it seemed like the tag division had already moved on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Get undisputed era there. Yeah. Team six one was going to although their, their bit in the war games match was fun. They oh, should yeah, yeah. have got called up after that. Yeah. Yeah. Sanity was strong. So there was mm-hmm. plenty of teams to. To hold the tag titles, they didn't need to stick around. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting they did. They did do a promo afterwards. What do you think about that? It was all right. Yeah, it was okay. I prefer Paul Ellering. Oh yeah, I miss him. I miss Paul. I do too. He had he had a lot of gravitas to yeah man to the proceedings. Which talking about algorithms. Yeah, no, oh, it was great. They did fine. Yeah, they, they were intense. They are. They got the point across. Next up, we had a Seth Rollins promo. This was fun. I thought I heard a barking dog or something. I just heard like people, like all of a sudden we were like on a ghost ship. Oh, yeah. It was like that bit in The Shining when he's at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, next up. Someone asked what we want to drink now. <laughs> exactly. Named Lloyd? Is that the name of the movie? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Seth Rollins promo. Oh, this was great. You a fan of The Shining? The yeah, movie? It's a good movie. Yeah, it's decent. Not one of my favorite Kubrick films, though. Um, it's pretty good. It's like middle of the pack. Yeah. I mean, there's not a... I can't think of a bad Kubrick film. What do you think the worst one is? What's the one you least want to see? Probably Barry Lyndon, right? I mean, considering that's the one I haven't seen before, probably. I've only seen bits and pieces. I want to see it, because it looks, it looks like... You know, like the cinematography looks gorgeous. Yeah. And hearing what he did, to, he made his own lenses for the movie so he could shoot with candlelight. Jeez. It's crazy. crazy. So I want to check it out. I have it on Blu-ray. I just haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins came out and dropped a promo where he challenged Finn Balor to a duel. No. He came out and uh, he got an amazing response yep. from the crowd there in Montreal. Yeah, he's really putting the crowd over, you know, saying the travel uh, schedule the last month has been um, quite taxing. However, no place he'd rather be than right there in the middle of the ring in Montreal. Yeah, and you mentioned this too, Seth, and I agree completely. He seems so much more comfortable as kind of top face guy. Uh than than he did before than he ever has before mm-hmm. you know it's been mm-hmm. kind of a bit of a scenic route road for him yeah getting there but he is completely at ease and he, and he it wears seemed it like really once well. the maybe once the shield got back together mm-hmm. yeah that's when he really got to a good rhythm yeah uh he was interrupted once again but it took a while uh, by finn balor who said i want that yeah intercontinental championship yeah, Seth that he Seth said he wasn't gonna be like brock lesnar and never be around he wouldn't be a fighting champion right finn said Oh, really? Be mm-hmm. fighting champion tonight. Intercontinental title match against me. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. There, he was interrupted by the Miztourage. Yeah. They showed up, and they wanted to. They said, forget about the Balor Club. Forget about the Shield. We want to be the new Four Horsemen with you. And they busted out with some, like, really janky Well, I mean, like, shirts. the pictures of the four of them were taped on. Literally taped on. Yeah. And then Seth said, it's going to be a hard no. 
Well, he said, Let, let's talk about this oh, real yeah. quick. And him and Finn turn around, and they had their arms. The like, whole time Finn's doing that. He's like, no, it doesn't sound good. doesn't sound good. And then they turn around, and he said, it's going to be a hard no. I like that Seth's new thing. going to be a hard no. It's going to be a hard no. And then they, uh, Axel and Dallas still had their mm-hmm. full horsemen hands up, and Finn lowered their hands. Yeah. It was it's just, it was a real I, – I, I texted you. I was like, oh, their bromance is so cute. It was right before he sling-bladed the crap out of uh, Seth Rollins. Or no, it wasn't. It was, it was like an elbow a, thing. It was yeah. an elbow thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, Ms. Taraj attack, uh, Oh, Rollins. another great touch was when, after they got denied, sorry, is Kurt Ax- Chris, Chris Axel kept his head down and Bo Dallas kept trying to get his head back up, <laughs> right, kept on dropping yeah. it back down because he was so disappointed. It was fun. It was really cool. Yeah. Anyways, they attack, uh, Rollins and Balor hold them off. And then, uh, right when Rollins is backing up and he Balor's out of his view, Balor drops that elbow thing on him. Balor stands strong. Um, I like that. That's good. Aggression. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're not trying to be this guy's yeah, best friend. Be real. You want his title, man. He's a real rock and roller. I'm the best in junior. Anyways, next up, we had Ruby Wright versus Sasha Banks. It was a, a lot match. of fun. It was yeah, really good. They gave it some time. It was yeah, fun. They gave it a ton of time. They had a brief little Sasha interview beforehand asking, again, about her relationship with Bailey. Mm-hmm. They haven't talked. Yeah. They're not talking. But during this match. Bailey was watching it. She was watching. She was doing the yeah. TV's there. She's watching it on the side. Especially the latter half of this match was really well booked, really well executed, a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah, um, no, it was good. Finished saw Sasha um, put Ruby in the bank statement. Um, Sarah Logan gets in the ring, distracts the ref, which allows Liv Morgan to pull Ruby Riot out of the hold. And then, uh, again, Sasha's going to top rope. She's distracted. Um, Ruby hits a top rope right kick. Mm-hmm. Picks up the win. Yeah, it was good. In what? A much needed three win. weeks on Raw, the right squad to rebook a, way, a heck of a lot better. Oh, than yeah. Ever way better, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, much needed win for uh, Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. Who did she fight last week? What did they do last week with that? I don't remember. Oh, last week was the big 10-man tag match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. was that. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we had an Alexa Bliss moment of bliss. Another one of these moment of bliss promos. She said, Nia Jax had turkey legs in each, in each hand. That made me laugh. Oh, yeah. What was, what was the opening bit? Disney oh, World. they went to Disney World. And then and, and Nia kept on telling Alexa that she was too short to ride any of the rides. And she was like, it was the teacup ride. You just sit in a cup. <laughs> Once again, I thought it was strong. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, her performances. It was good. Have, have been very strong, yeah. <laughs> and anytime, again, when you find funny food items to reference, yes. it stops being offensive and starts being funny. <laughs> because she said, turkey legs. And I always get, who was it in the cartoons? I mean, I know a lot of people did this in the cartoons, but didn't Foghorn Leghorn which is the best name in all of cartoons. Yeah. Didn't he used to eat turkey legs whole? Well, I mean, he was a chicken, so I hope not. Oh, that's a good point. Hmm. Man, those chickens were on the freaking road the other day. Yeah. Just getting in the business. Yeah. I was, about, I was this close. I put my car in a park. I was about to get out and, like, chase them down and get them out of the way. Because there was, like, heck of cars backed up because these chickens were milling about. Did you honk your horn? No. Nobody Try did. Try that next time. That doesn't do anything. I'm pretty sure people have tried that before, man. Yeah. It would be, people would know if that worked. So they would be doing it already. Try it next time. I did see before, though. I saw somebody Roll down your window and scream at them. Uh, (laughs) Hey, chicken, get out of the road. You're not supposed to be there. You're supposed to cross the road. Was it just staying in the middle of the street or was it trying to cross the road? Was it in the process of crossing? Oh, man, they were just milling about. They were like, they were still, they were just in the middle of the damn road. All right. Maybe rather than take a linear path across the road. 
you know, they got nowhere to be. They're taking the more circuitous Obviously. Path well, no, the they they were fascinated with like the it was like a manhole cover thing. Oh. I think they were like standing on that. It's a different texture for their I, feet. Last week I did see somebody get out of his car and chase them away. Oh, okay. So, I think that's okay. Yeah, so long as you're not violent or anything. Just be just be I'm not suggesting I'm going to kick him. Just be cool with I'm the not going to freaking starship pain a freaking chicken. Just, just say here. Yeah. Rosie on. Yeah. Just encourage him gently and nicely. No, humanely. man, I'm going to I'm going to run after them. I'm be like Rocky on in Rocky, whichever. Oh, when he's chasing yeah, that chicken. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not gonna get. Look, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna catch the chicken. You're gonna fall on your face. I can run and not fall on my face. You know. Were you gonna bend over like you're trying to chase the chicken? No, nah, I'm because I'm not trying to pick him up. Okay. So, so I'm not thinking. If you had to kind of bend over while you're running, you would so you do a Titus. You'd so fall. Yeah, maybe. I'd start crying in the middle of the street. Speaking of Titus, skin your knee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of Titus, he had an interview with Renee Young where they started milking the crap out of his Titus World slide thing. Yeah. And he says, you know what? The important thing is you get back up. And then he looks and, hey. Gosh, this is bad. This is, they're, they're making Baron Corbin even more Baron Corbin than he, than he already was. If I feel he like was, at least on SmackDown, he was transcending Baron Corbin. To yeah, actually no, being man. Something good. They're like, hey, let's turn the switch all the way up on Baron Corbin. So it's like NXT Baron Corbin all over again. Yeah, kind of. Because he says stuff that he's trying to be like shitty about, but it just comes off as mildly confusing. Yeah, like, you know and what's more not, inspiring than falling and getting up is not falling at all? Is that what he said? Something yeah, like that? that's what he said. Yeah. I don't mean, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It wouldn't be inspiring if somebody didn't fall over because then they just would be existing in normalcy. Yeah, it doesn't make any That's sense. That's not inspiring. No, it's not. Hey, Renee, you know, why are you interviewing him? Why? You know what would be inspiring? Don't fall in the first place. Uh, and he, and that's the great thing about him now. <laughs> He's got like, he's got some, he's smug Corbin. Yeah. Because he was always kind of smug, but now he's like outwardly smug. He's got like a big grin on his face. He's been on he, a raw for three weeks. Hasn't done a thing. Hasn't done anything. And here's the thing. We had heard that this was going to be, this was prompt. Like he was going to get a big push. Like this is going to be a big push. Yeah, I know. I think Jinder stole his push, man. Because Jinder is like flirting with that main event scene. He's like kind of top heel right now. I think he stole Baron's spot. Could be. Jinder's ceiling continues to rise. I think, hey, I'll be honest with you, completely honest. I think Jinder's ceiling right now is universal champion. Could be. I really. He could be transitional universal champion. He could totally be six months transitional champion. Could be. He could be champion between like, I don't know, Survivor Series and Mania. And which I think was the case before, wasn't it? No, he held it till Survivor Series. It was between. Backlash and Survivor Series. Oh, oh sorry, it was right before Survivor Series. AJ beat him for it. Okay, all right, that's great. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So he's all, "Hey, man, you're not. You're falling, but not. Don't fall. Be better if you didn't. <laughs> Why are you wasting your? And then he said that to her name. Why are you wasting your time on this guy? Okay, Biff. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been saying for a while. He's the Biff Tannen. He is definitely the Biff Tannen. Definitely the Biff Tannen. Yeah. Next, Matt Hardy promo. Except Biff Tannen used to check the crap out of people. Yeah. Baron doesn't really. No, no, he just gets rolled up. Um, still his weakness. Yeah. Matt Hardy promo. He was saying that he, uh, he and Bray Wyatt, not their vessels, but them, 
their their entities mm-hmm. have have lived essentially forever, and there were some kind of uh, not very great photoshops of them, yeah, um, standing in the background of historical uh, uh, events. Um, Washington crossing the Delaware River. Mm, yeah. Um, some other ones. Yeah. It was goofy. Yeah, it was whatever. goofy. There's some more on Twitter I saw. I kind of preferred the, uh, so I went, I was on looking at the raw fallout videos because sometimes there's some like pretty charming stuff there. And sure enough, there was a Jeff Hardy interview. It was actually from after the greatest rumble um, where he was talking to, he was giving an interview and they said, have you talked to your brother yet? And Matt's lurking in the background coming up on him and Jeff, it's always funny when Jeff gets into the brother Nero character because yeah. it's so half in, half out, and yeah. always on the verge of laughter. I know. And he said something like, I saw a premonition. And then Matt Hardy rolls up and it says, Brother Nero, I knew you'd win. And they do a back and forth. It was funny. That's funny. But yeah, this was kind of goofy. Uh, next up, we had Jinder Mahal, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus uh, Braun Strowman. Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. Kayfabe, what's the reason why Lashley came to Roman Reigns' aid during the opening segment? I mean, what's the reason Braun Strowman came to Roman Reigns' aid? Maybe Braun likes Bobby Lashley. That's what I can Okay, think. yeah. That I, can I think Braun is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I, that I can put together. Here, Braun, Braun is like, I can learn a lot from him. He's a seasoned veteran who's been around a lot. He's not garbage. So I could see why he would yeah, like yeah, Bobby yeah. Lashley. Well, you know, they've... they've Tagged before. Right. They've uh, conversed on Twitter. Right, exactly. That makes sense. But why would Lashley come out to help Reigns? Kayfabe? Kayfabe. I mean, he's new. Maybe he's trying to make new friends. Could be. Yeah. It's like, what better friend to make than uh, than the, the, the top guy around yeah. here? Yeah. Like it's my yard. When, when Lacey, she, she got shipped to Arkansas because she was a troublemaker <laughs> when she was a teenager. Her mom sent her because her dad was in, in Arkansas at the time. She sent her there, and Lacey was like, yeah, the thing I would always do whenever I'd go to school, on like the first day of school, I'd figure out who the popular kids were, and then I'd go ingratiate myself with them. So then she would get the, she'd get the rub. Yeah. Maybe that's what Lashley's doing Could here. Could be. But does he not know that Roman Reigns, while popular with the front office. Not so popular with the, the, with the, 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 the paying fan. Maybe he's, hey, maybe he's saying... People don't like Roman Reigns, so anybody who comes out after that, will they'll like that. So he'll be the segment saver, and he'll get the rub that way. Yeah, I don't know about that. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean that's what the whiteboard said in back, so that's why he went. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jason Jett booked him to go out there. Yes. Right. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so this was a six-man tag match. It was fun. The crowd was into it because everybody likes Braun. Owens and Zayn are massively over because it's Montreal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Lashley, people like Lashley. Yeah, so it was fun. Braun Strowman pinned Kevin Owens. He got the hot tag, he, and he, he got shoulder checked Kevin Owens again. He shoulder checked Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. That's so much fun. They can keep on doing that. Oh, I hope they do. It's fantastic. Yeah. We'll it see that at Backlash during their their match. I'm sure. Fantastic. Fantastic. Next up, we had. I'm really upset that my DVR is doing this thing now, where at least once a Raw, it skips ahead. Yeah, like I didn't get the finish of this match. That is a bummer. That's a drag. Happened last week for something, too. Yeah, man. I had to put together, just piece it together up here. The PlayStation View system is surprisingly stable. There are mm. times when I'm trying, like, every once in a while, if I'm trying to fast forward through a bunch of stuff, it'll, like, glitch out on me. But it's not really, it's not that bad. It's a really, it's like, it's only like 45 bucks a month, and you get pretty much all the channels you want. 45 is kind of a lot when I'm already paying for cable. Oh, that's why I'm not paying for cable. Yeah, no, you're yeah, not paying for cable. That's the thing. You well, should yeah. stop paying for cable. How much do you pay for cable? I don't know. You got like a bundle with your internet? Yeah. It's like 200 a month. I think it's less than that. 
That's good. But we got all the movie channels too. We got HBO and, and stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I uh, steal that. One of my, I think my sister has an account, so I just use her. Well, you borrow for HBO. You borrow it. Yeah, I borrow it. That's different. Than she stealing. lets me use it. Yeah, that's borrowing. That's right. not stealing. I have her permission. Yeah, so, so it's not yeah. stealing. No, so you good. shouldn't say steal. It's more fun to say. So. I like to be a rebel. But you're not. <laughs> you're you right. insist on wanting to be a rebel. Sure, yeah. me. You are not. Yeah. Really? No. Mm. Even if I get a 1971 bullet Mustang? No. That's not being rebellious. No? No. What is it being? You're trying Mid- to be cool then. Midlife crisis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. You're trying too hard to be cool. That's what it is. No, that's, that's the best way to be cool is get a bullet car, man. Are you kidding me? 71 SS? Bullet car is for road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is the great thing about this. Now we get to talk about Baron Corbin. Oh, some more, some more huh? Baron Corbin against No Way Jose, the long awaited grudge match. <laughs> In the Ever since Baron Corbin uh, ran away from match against No Way Jose because he had a couple people with him. Yeah. So, man, in the in the history of grudge matches, I mean, the last battle of Atlanta. Yeah. Stone Cold McMahon. Yeah. Baron Corbin versus Noe Jose. So we get another Corbin interview beforehand. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. During the match, Titus Worldwide comes out. Titus, uh, you know, still uh, angered over what happened to Baron previously, climbs up on the apron, slips, mm-hmm. falls. This distracts Baron because he's laughing. <laughs> and in the process, Noe Jose rolls him up, gets yeah. the win. Yeah. This is great. Once again... The roll-up. Is Baron Corbin's weakness. It is. So I don't know why anybody facing Baron Corbin just doesn't instantly roll him up. Mm-hmm. Constantly, repeatedly, yeah. until it works. Yeah. Because he has a huge issue. This is like the 10th time I could think of he's oh, probably dude, lost via roll-up. I know. But yeah, no, it was fantastic. Hey. 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 You just rolled me. You. Up. Rolled me up. Uh, yeah, I, I, do, I do like that he's, he's both a fan of Pratt Falls. And judgmental of pratfalls. Yet subject to them. <laughs> Yet subject to his own pratfalls. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. <laughs> Good job, No Way Jose. The, yeah. the, the strong push for No Way Jose I know, I know. continues. Who'd, who'd have thought that No Way Jose would get a stronger push upon his debut on Raw than Baron Corbin? I did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I never would have bet on it, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, not at all. Next, Mickey James versus Natalia. Mm-hmm. Another match ending with a roll-up win. Yeah, man. So uh, Mickey James was accompanied down the ring by uh, 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 Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. Natalia by Ronda Rousey. Yeah, the neither of them really came into play too much. Although Alexa tried to come into, to get involved in the match, Ronda Rousey chased her around the ring, up the ramp. Mm-hmm. It was during that distraction that Natalia got the roll-up win. Ronda Rousey is super fast. Yeah, she's really she athletic. She was booking around that ring. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, Nia Jax walks down to the ring. Well, um, she cut off Alexa Bliss. Yes. Um, so she walks down the ring. Her and Ronda have a brief little stare-down type moment. Mm-hmm. But eventually, Nia raises the hands of Natalia and Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to get Nia versus Alexa confirmed to Backlash. That should be good. Nia's holding on that title. Uh, yes, I agree. She just got her, she Instagrammed or just something. Just got her, her nameplates. Her side plates, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, it took so long. I don't know. Well, I guess the nameplate people were at the Greatest Rumble in case the Universal title changed hands. But still, there was three weeks between Mania and Greatest Rumble. I don't know, man. 
Maybe it was a last minute decision. Like a lot of times, it's like the next day or two days later, they'll do the video. I swear sometimes I've seen it happen like at the end of his. Like, didn't Rusev get it done at the show that he won it at? They don't put side plates on the U.S. title. It's only on the Universal titles. Then it was the nameplate. I remember seeing a video of Rusev and the nameplate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if you won it before, they just have them, you know, on hand. So it's easy to do. But if you give them custom made, maybe it takes a little bit longer. Still, they have to pay the guy to come out. Do you think they have one guy on salary just for that? No, I'm sure they get the the nameplates and the side plates ordered. But whoever just puts them on the actual belt is somebody who's there. Yeah, just a hand, right? Maybe one of their uh, uh, gear people. Sounds right. Uh, So, yeah, next up we had Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler uh, in their little apartment with the chair fort behind them. Man. They had a really extensive chair fort behind them. Yeah, but Drew is an awesome talker. He's Drew's fantastic. Great, yeah. He's great. No, he's the best. I kind of just, I don't know. So I like this. I just, I, I, I need to see more of it. I need to see more of him in action. I need to see some more of what they're getting at because I can't, Dolph is so buried in a hole for me mm-hmm. that it's taking, it's going to take him a while to get out of that. And mm-hmm. he's sort of putting some stink on a Drew. But I like what they're doing so far. Yeah. I like what they're doing. I just need a lot more of it. I need to see some more victories. Yes. Well, I'm sure we're going to get that. Yeah. But I, I, I really Do you think, like, are they going to be are they going to be in the tag division or are they going to be singles guys? That's my that's You my think they're going to be in tag division? Yeah. Okay. Well, it could be. Um I mean what we've seen in ring has been good. Mm-hmm. And then uh Drew's mic work the last two weeks has been phenomenal. Alex C says phenomenal. Why were they shirtless? Be, dude Drew, have you seen Drew shirtless? He looks amazing. If I looked like Drew, I would never wear a shirt. Dude, I would never wear a shirt. Never wear a shirt. All day shirtless. Heck yes. Dolph should probably wear a shirt. I mean, he looks good. Don't get yeah, me wrong. He looks good. I'd, I'd be totally happy with his body. Yeah, me too. But, you know, you're seeing an extra Drew McIntyre. Just put on a shirt. Give mm-hmm. up. Give up, mm-hmm. dude. Give mm-hmm. up. Uh, and finally, our main event, Finn Balor challenging Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title. Another fabulous match between these two gentlemen. Top five pay-per-view level match yeah. between Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. We got some cool stuff, some more new-looking stuff. Has he ever done that, uh, what was that, driver move? out of Oh, the Mishinoku driver. Michinoku. Oh, no, no, he's, he's just a Falcon's arrow. Fal- yeah, Falcon's arrow. So he yeah. stole one of Seth's moves. Yeah. As a reversal to the roll super through, plex, super roll plex through roll into through the thing. Falcon yeah. Arrow, yeah. So that was really cool. Both these guys are really into it. Man, I just want a Finn Balor win because you he think... said so. The math technically, he, he is correct, and he made a point during the promo of saying, "I have two wins, you have two wins." But one, okay, so one of the Finn wins, yes, was the Universal Championship. Yeah, and the he won that. Roll, the other one was a roll up win. The other one was sort of a sneaky roll up, and Seth has beaten him twice, like fair and square, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like With out, stomps, yeah. Yeah, out out wrestled him. Um, Let me ask you this, because I, uh, with the Miz Taraj being involved in the storyline still, so we have Seth versus Miz at Backlash coming up. Yeah, Miz Taraj has to get involved in that, get involved in that match somehow. Oh, I don't know sense. what capacity. That makes sense. And then if they get involved, you got to think Finn gets involved. And okay, if, yeah. And if the the outcome is Finn helps Seth retain the title, then Finn has to, will say to him, "I know you beat me. The our our series now stands at." Three two, mm-hmm. let's take it to seven, yeah, or something, or at least I've earned myself another match, yeah, by helping you. Then he can win it, so it'll be three three, and then the deciding match at May the Bank, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know that could be kind of their their unofficial best of seven. Yeah, that could be, and it would keep them both out of the Money, Money in the, the Bank, bank match. match. Yeah, and so Seth, or sorry, Finn could pick it up 
and then retain maybe at Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. Although knowing the way Seth has been working lately, he can be in that match and be in Money in the Bank. Yeah, I know, but that Money in the Bank match is going to be prime. Like, There's six spots between yeah, I know. two brands, so I know. there's going to be a lot of competition there's, for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. That's not a lot of space there. No. Um, but anyway, this was a great match. Seth picked up the win with with a stomp. Um, uh, just good stuff. These guys should wrestle every week. Oh, I know. It's amazing. The chemistry between these two is and this, awesome. And the thing is, this has been... I was actually really surprised. I figured the uh, when the show opened, I figured that six-man tag match would be the main event, but they made the Intercontinental Championship match the main event, mm -hmm. which is kind of where it belongs. That yep. is, that's really the main event title right now. Yep. You know? Yep. So... That's good. Yep. I like it a lot. Anyways, yep. Uh, should we answer some questions? Yeah, we probably should. Perhaps. Might be a good idea. How'd everybody do uh, that's watching here on chat? I'll ask this. You know, maybe I should wait till the post show. Uh, G1 special in San Francisco tickets went on sale. I don't know how everybody did it. We got tickets. Oh, I wonder. To. Yeah. I we wonder. got something else happening that day, so mm -hmm. we won't be going. We'll still watch it. We'll still do a review of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, hopefully everybody that wanted tickets got tickets. It would have been, been much more... Um, it would have been a much bigger thing, us missing out on this, if we didn't literally just go see them a month ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we're going to be going to All In in September. Yes. So. Here, go ahead and ask you questions. you got to pick and choose your spots. Exactly. Uh, A.O. Worm asks, the Discord Wolfpack. Oh, i got to mention something, too. I was, I've been called out, man. By whom? The Discord, the Friendoverse oh. Discords. The Discord people. Because I've been giving a lot of love to Mikey Omega's Friendoverse yeah. group and not a lot to Discord. So I feel bad about that. I mm. need to up my game in promoting the Discord. That's one of the, the $1, $1 a month on Patreon. And you get access to the Discord uh, thing. Um, I, I'm not in the Discord a lot because I don't really... I'm kind of old and I don't really understand Discord. Yes, yeah, I think here. it's just like a chat room thing. But then there's all sorts of different rooms that you can get into. Yeah. So I don't know, but... Good people, good times. I'll, I need to participate more in that. Maybe I'll, I'll leave it on my phone and answer questions one day. One day a week, I'll be like, hey, we got questions for me? Or I'll just participate. Yeah. Maybe we should. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. All right. I've got ideas. Uh, anyways, A.O. Worm wants to know, since Finn loses at Mania, Greatest Royal Rumble, and Raw, what's next for him to do? Capture that Intercontinental Championship. Yep. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Uh, Haven Elric, how do you guys feel about six-plus-man tag match main events? They just uh, jumble three or more faces and three or more heels together. It feels like lazy booking, and it's almost every week. I like I, – I, I'm okay with it if it's not the main event. Yeah. I don't like when the main event – I don't mind it sometimes if it feels organic in terms of crossing over storylines. SmackDown lines. has done it properly sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, it, I, I'm not huge on tag matches in the main event unless it's a true tag team match for, like, titles – um, I'll always prefer a singles match in the main event. Um, Nemo, I missed a lot of the largest rumble due to, due to Avengers and, re, and restarted it when I got back, but it jumped to the end with Braun holding the title, so I didn't get to enjoy the match as much as I should. Have you ever inadvertently learned the outcome of a match and felt its outcome less enjoyable? Yeah. Yeah, it happens all the time. Omega Okada 2. Oh. I, I learned the outcome on Twitter or, or something before I watched it. I think I might have. I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more if, had I not known the outcome. Pretty much everything New Japan. When Chris Jericho's video package happened, oh yeah, I would have loved to have seen that live. 
um, or experienced it for myself, but then everybody, and it's just the nature of what we do. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, totally yeah, fine yeah. with it. It's people being enthusiastic, but it's just part of the, part of the thing that we deal with is, you know, people will tweet the crap out of us when mm-hmm. something big happens. People are excited I, about I things. literally forget when New Japan shows happen except for the big ones. And so, like, you know, I got a bunch of tweets when Naito won the IC title, the Ick title. Yeah, same here. Um, this past weekend. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's rad. I totally forgot that that was a thing. Uh, mower of lawns, Alex C., apart from Lesnar, what current champion do you think will never be champ again, which is most likely to get another title reign? I think Jinder will both never be champion again and have a six-month universal title Over, reign. he says current champion. Oh, what current champion? Current won? champion. I wonder if they'll ever give Brock the title again. Well, he just says that. What's apart that? from Lesnar, what oh, current champion? Lesner. I'm going to say Jeff Hardy is going to get his U.S. title reign. He's not going to have the U.S. title again. He'll have something else. He'll never have the U.S. title again? Yeah. I won't be us champion again. Because AJ is going to have another t- uh, title reign with either Universal or WWE. I can see Matt being a tag team champion again. Oh, yes. I don't know about Bray being a tag team champion again. Maybe not. Who? SmackDown, Bludgeon Brothers? They'll probably have those belts oh, again. They'll have them again. They'll drop them and pick them up a couple times. Um, who's Ick champion right now? Seth. Oh, I could see him dropping and picking back up. I would love for them to do the kind of thing they used to do with, um, they've done it a million times, but specifically with like the U.S. title back in WCW with like mm-hmm. Benoit, Raven, DDP, mm-hmm. Booker T, when like all those guys would like hot potato it basically. Yeah. Agreed. AJ will totally be champion. Oh, yeah. A bunch. So, yeah, there you go. Good. Let's see here. Tokyo uh, Dome Hayes, would Triple H ever partner with New Japan or Ring of Honor when he takes over? Yes. I think he'd be willing to. I, th- I totally think that's going to happen. I think it, it wouldn't even surprise. It would not surprise me if that happened even while Vince was still around because I think Vince can come around to things sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. James Rodriguez, how do you feel about commentary trying to push the narrative that certain crowds uh, cheer who they normally boo and vice versa? That's one thing I cannot wait that because I think that's the kind of thing they'll get rid of once Vince is gone, but that's a Vince thing. What got to be a Vince oh, thing? Putting that caveat in crowds. I tell them that people are gonna cheer to boo and boo it. to cheer. I hate, I can't hate it, it so much. I hate it so hardcore. Usually they do this the night after Mania and claim it's because it's an international crowd. But how do you feel about them using the same line last night for the Canadian crowd? I hate it. It's terrible. Yeah, I can't stand it. I mean, regardless if like there's a heel coming out, regardless of where you are. If you're in their hometown, they're going to get cheered. Yeah. So you don't need to put that disclaimer there just because you're in Canada. And it it, it does a disservice. So, like, that crowd last night was fantastic. That yeah, crowd did yes. everything you really should do yeah. as a crowd. It it sort of spits on that, you know? It really does. And, that, and you know, that, that, that disclaimer or whatever you want to call it, they add, is directed simply to address people booing Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. That's it. If people mm-hmm. cheered Roman Reigns, they would not say that. Nope. Not, not, no way. Not in the least. Would yeah. not happen. Yeah. And that's what really irritates me. Because the people who are just watching Raw, they know that Roman gets booed everywhere. I know. Cody Miles, with three co-branded pay-per-views in one month. Yeah. Do you think this year may be too crowded considering we are returning to Saudi Arabia at least one more time? Yeah, they announced the show in November. Mm-hmm. Another Saudi Arabia show in November. Um, yeah, three pay-per-views in a month is a lot. 
And that's why I think largest, longest, greatest rumble kind of felt non-canon. Yeah, and also like no titles changed in there. Apart from the Raw tag titles. But they were going to do that anyways because they were, they were vacant. Um, Elias Ghoul, hey friend, as I feel after the shakeup Raw is uh, a bit uh, in the downside, could it be that the talent are the ones to blame, not the writers? Um, this kind of feels like a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, SmackDown had the benefit of getting a, a new heel in Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania, and they got rid of the whole Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn storyline. So I think between those two factors, um, they got a kick in the pants. Mm-hmm. Whereas Raw kind of feels like they're spinning their wheels until they can get past Backlash. That's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, so the 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 ick title scene is fantastic right mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. um that's really good um i'm okay with this elias bobby Roode thing mm-hmm. i'm people are i think people really like elias yeah they do and so it's kind of a problem putting him with bobby Roode because people like elias i think more than bobby Roode. um elias is so flipping funny um the main event scene on raw or the technically the main event scene on raw is a major problem yes. because Everything we've talked about, them calling out Brock for not being there, him, you know, everybody thinking that he lost the cage match when he really won it, them not knowing what to do with Roman, and that having an effect on arguably the most over guy in the company, Braun, Mm -hmm. that's a major problem. Mm -hmm. You could be making a lot of money off Braun Strowman right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And but there's just this Roman thing in the way. So they really need to declare. They need to figure it out and oh, declare. Yes. Oh yes. Get him on a path uh, to money in the bank and figure it out because it's clogging everything up. It really is. And I think that's the main thing. Like if you look over on SmackDown, everything you said is correct. They added Daniel Bryan. They added heel Nakamura. The heel Nakamura AJ stuff is some of the most fun stuff. Oh, going it's been on great so far. Right now they're about to add Almas. I hope they're going to interject him in that scene. I don't know what they're going to do, if they're going to make them face or heal or whatever, but that's a huge addition mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so with a couple relatively small moves and, of course, the massive clearing of Daniel Bryan, SmackDown is just – there's a lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah. Oscar's over there now. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, that that's – like the main event scene, like last SummerSlam, it was, it was the most fun thing in wrestling. Yeah. You know, it was Braun, yeah. Brock, and everybody was engaged, Samoa Joe, Roman. I think everybody was having fun, yeah. And now it's just obvious they don't know what to do. And that's the worst when it comes to spinning their wheels. Um, CM Punk finds it insulting. Power ranked WWE wrestlers that could go on a late night talk show in front of an audience that doesn't care about wrestling at all and come out of it with everyone in that audience absolutely loving him or her. He says, number one is Becky Lynch. She's super charming, so yeah, I can see that. Yeah, she's like super charming. Drake Maverick. <laughs> I think he's like a really, really polished, super charming guy. I think Braun. Yeah. I, and that's one. That's going to be one of the reasons on our countdown for why he should be top face guy uh, or top face of the company. He's got a ton of personality. He's got a ton of personality. He's a monster guy. Um, you know, that's a once in a, that's a, like a once in a generation mm-hmm. find, mm-hmm. man, you know? Uh, Gallows and Anderson. They're naturally funny, naturally charismatic. Yeah. 
charismatic. Yeah. Charismatic. Charismatic. Maybe, maybe, maybe Seth. I feel like he could, but I don't know how. It... No, I think Seth, because I mean, he did all that stuff with The Daily Show. That yeah, was no yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a reason yeah, that they yeah. put him out there. Yeah, that's true. He was good. Yeah. All right. Booby, booby, bum, bum. Broad question. I was thinking about, uh, is it possible to have a Hall of Fame worthy career without ever winning a championship or title? Uh, I mean, it is. Yes, it is. Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame. He never won a title in WWE. Yeah, I was going to say that if you're a groundbreaker of some sort. Is Bobo Brazil in the WWE Hall of Fame? I mean, he won championships. Yeah, I think he's in... I think he was inducted a long time ago. Yeah, is he like... Yeah. Yeah, 1994. Oh, wow, yes. That was like one of the first... Yeah, wow. Um... It was the second class, yeah. I'm trying to think of others. I think you can. So, like, if... Because Piper had the IC title, right? Mm-hmm. If Piper had never won a title... Oh, he in WWF. In yeah. WWF, yeah. Yeah, he would still have been a Hall of Fame. I don't think it would have mattered. I think he still would have been a Hall of Fame. I don't think that his... So, yeah, I think you can. I think it's these days, like, if... if... I think... Okay, so let's put it this way. If Elias continues upon his current trajectory but never actually wins a title, he could I could see a guy like that Possibly, being yeah. like not a headliner obviously, but he could be a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. you know. So yes, I think it's possible, but winning them helps. Uh Nicholas Grosskirth should Braun and Lashley have won the tag titles at Mania. Hardy and Wyatt aren't even on the backlash card. Mm. You kind of. It would have been fun. Mm-hmm. It would have been fun if Braun won them on his own. I know. You know. I know. That's what I was really hoping for. I thought that was going to happen, Me and too. then and then it's a pretty easy way to get the title off him. Because, you know, he doesn't have... You're putting two guys up against him instead of, you know... Yeah. One. Um, Tommy T. Hey, friend, knows why is everyone making such a deal about the two-feet rule in a cage match? But back when Shawn Michaels' foot touched at the end of 95 Rumble, nobody really cared and just kind of expected the rule change. Before the Rumble 95 finished, the rule was that any part of your body touched the ground, you were eliminated. Oh, I don't know. I thought back then that was the whole point of it, was that you need both feet to touch to be eliminated. I didn't know there's any, I don't recall any controversy, but I remember the spot. Yeah. Where his foot kind of touched the floor briefly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's commonly accepted. That's the rule of the match. And when they declare a winner of the match that doesn't conform to the rules. I mean, like, if they hadn't mentioned it last night and just carried on, I wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a huge deal. I think the bigger precedent has been Kofi Kingston. You know, like they've they've made a point every single year mm-hmm. that he's been in a rumble mm-hmm. that you know both feet have to touch. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's saying that, that, that that's from this '95 rumble. Yeah, because back then it was just any part of you touches the ground. <clears throat> did they ever officially make that rule change? Like, was that like a thing? Oh, that I don't they know did? if that was part of storyline or not. Who was know. the what was the uh, the president of the WWF? Jack Tunney. Uh, I don't know if he was '95 still. 
I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, let's see here. What are we going to do for uh, play-per-view oh, this week? Oh, yeah, let's do play-per-view. Yeah, we can do play-per-view. Is there a backlash we can do? Have we There's done plenty back- of We did one backlash. I don't remember which one we did, though. Backlash. <laughs> Hold on. Regular Trevor. During the tag match, Roman sauntered over to make the hot tag. Did you notice that? He he's kinda... not great at. Here's the problem, though. He doesn't. He's not the guy to make the hot tag. He's always the guy to accept it. Yeah, I know. It. I know. So it did. Yeah, no. He, he stood up and just slowly walked over. He did. No <laughs> urgency. He did. It was a I've warm tag. Man. Laughed. It was a warm tag. Um, regular Trevor says power rank top five places. Roman saunters, but shouldn't. Oh God! Coming down like, the ramp every make, day. Yeah, ma- yeah. Making a save. That should be his new thing. Like he makes a save, but he saunters. I know. You know. I know. That's number one. Uh, backlash. WWE backlash. WWE 1999. I'm going to go, what did you do last time? Um, I think I did late aughts. I'm going to do early aughts. I'm going to do 2001. Oh, I might do 2002. Oh, well, believe me. Make sure I didn't do this one. Nope, I didn't do this one. All right, how many matches do you have? What is play-per-view, Larson? It's where we quiz each other. On the results? results of old pay-per-views. Correct, Amundo. How many I matches? I have 10 have? matches. Ooh, ditch the first one. And I All have right, nine. done. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, a match for the WWF Cruiserweight Championship. Billy Kidman, the champion, taking on Tajiri. Um, I'll say Kidman retained. Nope. Bummer. All right. In a singles match for the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship. The champion. Wait, what year are you doing? 2003? 2001. Oh, okay. The champion, Crash Holly. All right. The challenger, Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Very good. Next, Bradshaw versus Heyo. Scott Hall. Heyo. Uh, when was it? 2002? Yeah. I'll say Scott Hall. Yeah. Uh, in a singles match, Molly Holly versus Lita. Wow, that's a good match. Yeah. No titles on the line? Uh, no. I'll say Lita. Very good. Um, Man, um, after we're done here, I mm. got to show you a video I saw last night. It was from, so I was reading an old Meltzer, right? Uh, he digitizes like the old newsletters. Yeah. And it was from 2001. It was talking about Power Pro Wrestling um, out of, I think, Memphis. Uh, closing down and I got on YouTube um, and it was like the last one of the last wrestling shows they would do inside the TV studio and I I flicked it on and there's like a wealth of like just baby versions of wrestling like Brian Kendrick was on there cutting a promo baby wow and he turns around he's like and behind me is the American Dragon that's crazy and he had the mask on and everything he was like oh God, that's hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah, that was great. <clears throat> I'll show it to you later. Who's up? Oh, I am. Um, in a match for the WWF Women's Championship, the champion Jazz versus Trish Stratus. Uh, I'm sorry, who was champion? Jazz. Uh, Jazz retained? Yeah. Nice. Uh, six-man tag team match. X-Factor. Ooh. Albert. Just incredible on X-Pac. X-Pac! Versus the Dudley Boys and Spike Dudley. X Factor. Very good. 
I got everything I ever wanted. I got everything I ever wanted. Next, the singles match, Jeff Hardy with Lita hmm. versus Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. Brock Lesnar. Uh, hardcore match for the WWF Hardcore Championship. The champion, Rhino. The challenger, Raven. Raven won that belt so many times ago. So come on, Raven. Uh, the odds are good for that, but no. Darn it. Rhino retained. Next, singles match, Edge versus Kurt Angle. Ooh. How long did that match go? 13 minutes and 25 seconds. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Uh, in a Duchess of Queensberry rules match, Chris Jericho versus William Regal. Jericho. No. My match. I won. William Regal. A match for the Intercontinental Championship. The champion, Rob Van Dam versus Eddie Guerrero. Ah, Say RVD kept it. No. Ooh, Eddie. Uh, In a 30-minute ultimate submission match. So it's best of seven submissions, I guess. Wow. Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit. That was probably something else. Yeah. 31 minutes. Is this 2002? 2001. 2001. I'll say Kurt Angle. Uh, no, Chris Benoit. Damn it. It'd be Kurt Angle 4-3. Um, in a singles match, determine the new number one contender for the WWF Undisputed Championship, The Undertaker. Undertaker. Versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, man, I love working with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Undertaker won. Yeah. Uh, in a last man standing match, well, Big Show versus Shane O'Mac. You'd think it'd be well, I'll, well. Go, I'll go with Shane. Very good. Um, for the WWF Tag Team Championships, Al Snow and Maven versus Billy and Chuck. Billy and Chuck. Yeah. Wow, you got six. Six. I don't think I can win. In a triple threat match for the WWF European Championship, the champion, Matt Hardy, versus the challengers, Chris John and Eddie Guerrero. Christian. I will delete you, Matt Hardy yeah, kept it. stuck with Matt Hardy. Uh, in the main event... For the undisputed WWF Championship, the champion, Triple H, versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. This is 2002? Yeah. That's got to be where Hogan won it. Hogan. Yeah, brother. Look at that. Boom. Don't you have one more? Yes. Tag team match for the WWF Tag Team WWF Intercontinental and WWF Championships. Wow. The Power Trip, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, champions of all that. Yes, yes, yes. Versus the Challengers, the Brothers of Destruction, Kane and Undertaker. Oh, so, okay. That's right. The Brothers, I'm sorry, Brothers of Destruction came in as tag champions. Power Trip came in as WWF Intercontinental and... and Power trip wins. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Power trip winner. All right, I win. I'm the best. Yeah, good job. Anyways, that's it for going in raw. Wow, what a strong episode today. 
Heck of a show. Heck of a show. I think we did a wonderful job entertaining the folks with our powers of darkness. Hilton, can we get some music? Oh, thank you, Hilton. Thank Thank you very much for that. Anyways, that's it for show. Doing great work today, Hilton. He's doing yeoman's work. Uh, Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.